Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're here with the marvelous Miss Daisy. No. Bridge. Oh, we have to believe in ourselves a little bit. <laughs> Welcome to the marvelous Miss Daisy. My name hey. is Tim Bridge. I'm Maisie Lod. Here we go. We're talking about Ant Man. Today we're going to be talking about Ant Man and the Wasp 2018 uh, film. This came out a couple months after Infinity War. Uh, people who like this movie call it a palate cleanser uh, yeah. after after Infinity War. Uh, but I'm not one. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> oh, Tim didn't like this one. Uh, yeah, this is a this is this is. Uh, I mean, from my perspective, this is the. This is only the second time I've watched this movie, mm -hmm. and I think every other Marvel movie I've watched at least twice, which is crazy. That is crazy, but also, I saw this movie and I was like, "Okay, I got it." Yeah, that I I didn't hate this movie. I actually thought it was like, I think hearing that the next movie that I had to watch was Ant Man and the Wasp <laughs> right after Infinity War mm -hmm. was like the biggest letdown of my 2022. But um, so far, um, and it's only February, but uh, I actually, I didn't hate it. It was definitely a palate cleanser. It was nice that it was like lighthearted, but you you had previously said to me at dinner the other night, like this is not up there for I, you. I don't, I just, I it just doesn't do it for me. I watched it today. I watched it again today. I saw it for a second time. And yeah, there's parts that I like. There's things about it that are funny. There's some good jokes, but like really top to bottom, it's just, it doesn't do anything for me. It's okay. just, and then there's bits that, there's full long bits that don't work for me. And I'm like, yeah, there's okay, some, can we get through this bit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess thoughts, expectations after the first Ant Man movie. Um, I mean, we can talk about moving past Infinity War into something like this, but what were you thinking going into another Paul Rudd adventure? I mean, I love Paul Rudd. I thought the first month, the first Ant Man was really fun. I guess it kind of seemed a little pointless to do a second Ant-Man. I was like, okay, sure. I'll watch it because Tim's making me watch it. Um, I'm not, okay. <laughs> you agreed to do this. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. No, I willingly went into this. I gave it my my full, I'm going to do this. Um, and I mean, I think the weirdest thing about this movie is that it's not like a world saving superhero movie. It's really like a simple trying to get mom back, trying to defeat this hot ghost lady, but it's really not as cutthroat as the last couple of Marvel movies we've seen she's, by a long shot. It's a very hot ghost. It's very. It's, it's, Speaking of hot but, ghosts, I also saw a movie last night that featured Kate Blanchett and she was really hot in that movie. Was was it uh, hot Nightmare ghosts? Alley? Yeah, no. Nightmare Alley with the the Guillermo del Toro movie that just came. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Was that good? I didn't watch it. It's really long. It's a slow burn. The last okay. the last forty minutes are dynamite. But Kate Blanchett is a smoke show in it. So she's a smoke show in everything. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stop thinking yeah. about her. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, hundred percent. It's I'm all for like a smaller superhero movie. I think that. A, a criticism that you get of superhero movies a lot is that they're all, they all have to be like the world will die yeah, and like so these epics of yeah so it it is refreshing when it's yeah. not you know when the stakes are a lot lower but yeah this just this doesn't do it for me i think it's fine it's just mm -hmm. so it it's it's the movie that i would say is like the most 
by the numbers just Marvel. it's very like, neutral it's just so neutral it's like yeah. i would maybe put i think i dislike it because it's so average and that's just yeah i guess i didn't hate that i'm not gonna fault it no for that, but i hear you. we're we can we can have dif- disparate opinions on the cast it's part of the the hope of it um all right yeah so return to ant-man ant-man's world we we're seeing paul rudd we're seeing uh evangeline lily uh, michael douglas uh the return of michael pena oh we uh, love him tip t.i harris and david desmalchin and small parts from judy greer and bobby Kov. bobby cannavale yeah. uh but we got new some new people in here walton goggins is here we got walton goggins we've got hannah john john Kamen, i guess is, Who's uh, that? is he plays ghost oh, oh, oh. uh randall Hot park one. randall park is in this movie as a as an fbi guy uh larry fish larry fishes um fishy, in this fishy movie fish as well burn. yeah and then uh of course Michelle Fifes. Michelle Fifes. Michelle. M- Michelle Puffifers. Michelle Puffifer, and Michelle her Puffifers. big old puffer lips. And her big old puffer lips. She's like eighty. That's crazy. Yeah, they make her. Right. They make them. They make them young again. They make everyone yeah. young again. Every old person in this movie has a scene where they. Yeah. <laughs> where they're young and it's just oh, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. All right. I also I also wasn't paying attention well enough during the flashback scene with the ghost and thought that they just picked a white actor as Lawrence Fishburne and I was like wait a second but that's oh, not because it is it's I mean it's a weird thing where where why isn't he just her dad yeah I don't but then know like he's it's he's British okay she's British but they were in Ar- but they were in Argentina that part makes no goddamn sense yeah it has no sense. Do we want to dive into it? Let's just yeah. Dive let's just into dive it. into it. Are you feeling good? Let's Two get this years over with. <laughs> yes, please. Two years after Scott Lang was placed under house arrest due to his involvement with the Avengers in violation of the Sokovia Accords, Hank Pym and his daughter Hope Van Dyme briefly managed to open a tunnel to the quantum realm. They believe Pym's wife Janet Van Dyne might be trapped there after shrinking to subatomic levels in 1987 pause it's been 30 years how is she eating how is she still breathing (laughs) if she's at a subquantum subatomic quantum level oxygen molecules are you can't just inhale molecules that are the size of your face and still continue to breathe with the same lungs not medically possible keep going okay great so quantum realm is out of (laughs) i mean it's like the quantum physics and quanta being like subatomic that's a real thing but you can't exist down there pal i mean paul red has a line in this movie where he's just like do you guys just stick the word quantum in front of everything yeah and it's just like just makes it kind of makes sense and the answer is yes absolutely when he had previously visited the quantum realm lang had unknowingly become quantumly entangled with janet and now he receives an apparent message from her. I do want to say that a thing that I noticed in this movie is there is a real ramp up in bullshit techno babble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every line that isn't a joke in this movie is like, we believe that the entangled quantumality of yeah. your fluctual uh, uh, We've got to change the diffraction just... units. Okay. Yeah, it's like, what is, like, okay, Did we get sure. the vectors wrong? Okay, that's just so nebulous. It's all, and it's all, you know. And or maybe it, I'm it, just not smart enough to know what those things are, but I'm pretty sure it's a 
a load of malarkey. I don't think it's you not being smart enough for to to get Ant Man <laughs> Wasp. I am un unbothered by that. But yeah, it's just the whole movie. Every it's like like Lawrence Fishburne gets this script and he's just like okay sure i guess i'll say these words uh yeah can't really emote behind it when it doesn't mean anything yeah like where are the, where are the guys who wrote goodwill hunting when you need them uh, matt damon <laughs> and ben affleck they're right and affleck, here and they're, they're really right famous Maisie. <laughs> they're not gonna With... fucking comb through the ant-man script and make sure that it's Okay, let's keep going. Hey, Matt Damon is busy being an actor in the Thor movies. Matt Damon, you're right. And Ben Affleck is busy getting his dick washed by... Dick licked by J-Lo. Edit this okay. out. <laughs> dick washed by dick licked by J-Lo. That's the new fragrance. Dick washed by J-Lo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With only days left of house arrest, Lang contacts Pim about Janet, despite the strained relationship they have because of Lang's actions with the Avengers. Hope and Pim kidnap Lang, leaving a large ant with Lang's ankle monitor <laughs> on as a decoy so as to not arouse the suspicions of FBI agent Jimmy Woo. That's one of my favorite sentences that you've ever said <laughs> in this podcast. It's, it's... Leaving a large ant with Lang's ankle monitor as a decoy. <laughs> We love decoys, we love large ants, we love ankle monitors, and we love FBI agent Jimmy Woo. Everything, yeah, everything's been working out so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think of the, the beginning of this movie where he's he's under house arrest because of the Captain America yeah. uh, movie when he went and did that? And I guess I... He's... You know how I liked the Captain America Civil War movie? I didn't love it, and so in my mind, it never happened. So now that I think about it, it's like, oh yeah, the Sokovia Accords, bummer, bleh. Yeah, whenever they reference something from a while ago, it's just like, oh, come on, can we? Yeah, let's move on like, from this. That was like six movies ago. I'm more worried about Thanos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> frankly. Uh, yeah, but believing the message from Janet is confirmation that she is alive. The trio work to build a stable quantum tunnel so they can take a vehicle to the quantum realm and retrieve her. Cool. That's, that's his conceit for the movie. Yeah. That is. Launch it out. Gotta, gotta do it before we gotta, gotta trick Jimmy Woo. Gotta get the mom. Is he the guy who they put in place of Jim in the office? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's a he is Asian Jim. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. This he's great. I really, really like Randall Park. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good. I mean, they give him kind guy. of like a. They give him kind of a. If you're Doofy. gonna be like, yeah, if you're gonna be like the bumbling FBI agent, that's like, oh, I don't know what to do with all this coffee. We're gonna spill the donuts in the coffee. <laughs> like, just make him do that, just so he's, he's not just, so like. He's just trying to do magic. He's trying to learn how yeah. to do magic. Because I wish there, cool, if, if, I like kind of wish there was like a montage of Jimmy Woo trying to learn close-up magic or whatever it is. Why didn't they come to me about this? Why did they come to me about this with the script? You specifically? Yeah, Maisie, what do you think this movie here needs? I'll tell you what it needs. It needs Jimmy Woo doing cool card shuffling tricks. It More. needs the post credit scene to be Jimmy yeah. Woo doing an doing a independent magic show yeah, in yeah. the FBI offices. That's what it needed for like their talent night. 
the FBI talent night. <laughs> See, no, yeah, we should be writing these movies. We would have made this. We could have punched this up. All right, we yeah, could have made this. We could have made this, this a, has, a real six out of ten. We could. This have really has a made lot this. of like 2018 humor in it. Oh yeah, it's 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 chuggy. It's weird. It's just yeah. It's it's top to bottom. Anyways, they arranged to buy a part needed for the tunnel from black market dealer Sonny Birch, played by Walton Goggins, and um, I like Walton Goggins a lot. I think this is a fun little role that fun he does. Fun role for him. Where he knows a lot, he's he's just like the undercarriage, uh, a clean yeah. certain cars are gonna be. It's just like, why do you know so With much our about snow-laden it? brother in, in the east? <laughs> he's I don't know. He's he's he commands attention on the screen. Yeah. He's also, he has the potential to be like a really well. He's like he looks like a bad guy, and he could be yes. a really really bad guy. Yeah. But he plays just kind of the same character as he plays in Righteous Gemstones. In everything, um, it's the same sort of like, hey, hello. Hi. Southern, like, I'm going to charm your pants off, but also maybe murder you. Where um, am I? Am I going to help? And mm. fuck you with this Magnum 22. I don't know. Um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I don't know where I got that one. Why are there so many arms dealers or like black market dealers in the MCU? Because well, people got to fight Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't. They don't have to deal with you know your run of the mill you know thugs or, or or cops or whatever. You you really gotta. You're gonna. You need to defend yourself from the Avengers. So. A lot of arms dealers. A lot of arms dealers. A lot of a lot of. Got Sonny Birch. We got Michael Keaton. We got. <laughs> it's too many. But Birch realizes the potential profit to be made from Pym's research and double crosses them. Donning the wasp outfit, Hope fights off Birch and his men. Uh, thoughts on the wasp? First time seeing the wasp, we kind of yeah. got a glimpse of Janet as the wasp, just a brief scene in the last movie where she goes into the nuke or whatever. They did it, just did it again in this one. Um, but yeah, thoughts on. I Rachel thought the wasp was cool. Wasp. I mean, yeah. also, it was nice to not see like. It was nice to not have the Walton Goggins character, Sonny Birch, like lust over her too much. Like she mm. has, she stands on her own as like a powerful superhero. Mm -hmm. And I liked that there wasn't too much like sexualizing of her, even though the outfit's like very sexual, but sure. not like outwardly and obviously. Like the only thing that they get in terms of like a little love story is the Paula Rudd and hope and nine thing but also uh that's not even played up all that much like really at all which i liked about the movie they just look at each other occasionally and yeah and then and then i think there's like two different times that uh that michael douglas is just like can you stop looking yeah. at my daughter we can have you a drive the car <laughs> yeah you want string cheese and an apple juice do you actually have a <laughs> donning uh so the wasp uh, yeah i think the it's it's to your point, it could have been a thing where, because we haven't seen a lot of female superheroes in the MCU. I mean, we got Scarlett Johansson, which we hate. You, you hate, you hate <laughs> so much. <laughs> Literally, the last three move times the podcast we've done where she's in it, you have a moment where you're just like, "Can we stop? Can we just with, like Scarlett can we just get it over with with ScarJo?" Also, I was re-listening to. Thor Ragnarok recently and we had just recorded um 
or we just yeah no we just recorded infinity war Mm-hmm. And both in Ragnarok and Infinity War, you're like, I'm pretty sure this is the last time they reference anything between the Hulk and ScarJo. Like, I think it's just gonna keep happening. But you're like, I'm pretty sure this yeah. is like the last time you'll ever hear about this it. This is my but one. But in the choose, next movie, yeah. you also hear about it. The Black Widow movie is just it's just a two hour movie of her fucking the Hulk. It's just okay. it's a porn. Honestly, I would watch that, but I'm just kind of over it right now. <laughs> Don't want to not look at ScarJo. It's just when she talks and has a character. I'm uninterested that's sexist. <laughs> it's like the opposite of sexism okay keep going uh, what i was saying there's not a lot of you know women superheroes in this so so you run the gambit of having a thing where you're introducing the wasp and she's like she's like he's like ooh, but you can come over and sit on my lap anytime and then she's just like i'm a powerful woman who yeah. will punch you like they they there was the risk of that yeah and it didn't happen uh which is cool and she's yeah. got like little little wrist blasters she can make things big and she's small got cool little uh elfin ears mm-hmm. yeah uh evangeline lily in the hobbit. anti-vax what she was oh. in the hobbit is she anti-vax i feel like maybe there was some stuff about that recently i'm not i don't pay attention to oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, shit, yeah i just tried to pretend like i was so much above it and then i remembered that she, yeah, okay never mind don't you dare edit that out. I won't. Hope fights off Virgin as men until she is attacked by a quantumly unstable masked woman. Lang tries to help fight off this. Aren't ghost. we all quantumly unstable <laughs> masked women? <laughs> Lang tries to help fight off the ghost, but the woman escapes with Pim's lab, which has been shrunk down to the size of a suitcase. Which I think Big is a hilarious, building. like a hilarious thing throughout the movie is that this building, this friggin' like corporate big box building is just shrunk down and carried around like it's a damn like Mickey Mouse suitcase at the airport. The whole plot is kind of crazy. It's just like, we need to get the box. That's a building. Now we need to go. Now they and have then, the box. It's a building. Now we gotta then, go get the box. That's a. And then all of a sudden, there's a remote, there's a remote for the box. For yeah. The box. Yeah. Hated yeah. that part. I was it's like, just... what? Since since friggin' when? <laughs> no, yeah. I th- I just think that the the chugging a lot. The plot of this movie is nothing, and it's just I don't know. I get yeah. I get I get nothing out of it. Uh, but thoughts on Ghost when Ghost shows up because you, I mean, you're going into this blind. I've, you know, when I see these, I see like the trailers and I know yeah. comic book characters. When she's just like, all right, got the part. And then she just sees this like, yeah, like hologram thing walking towards her. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty scary, thoughts. but it also looks like something from Star Wars. And so for that, I hated it. I don't like the design. I think the design of her suit is bad. It I looks think it's weird. weird. Yeah, I like it better when she's in her like downtime athleisure wear. Like, yeah, be a superhero in that, please. <laughs> and we get to see your face, which is uh, stunning. Yeah, uh, you're a stunning person. Uh, but yeah, I Ghost as a villain is weird to me in this movie because it's one of those. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but like the plot of this movie would be immediately solved by ghost just being like hey can i borrow this yeah hey excuse me yeah. uh can it could i could i take a look at this 
And I and they try to do the thing with Lawrence Fishburne and and Pym have like a history, and that's why they don't like each other. But then he's like super good the whole time. I don't know. It's... Yeah, and wasn't that kind of also a big thing in the first Ant Man? Is that Hank Pym like in his past? crossed someone or like that happens in all of these movies yeah it's like it's like pim historically was you know is hard to work with because he's a brilliant arrogant scientist or whatever and yeah it's it's overdone lazy a lazy overdone it's samey yeah um I really do not like the plot of this movie because again you literally just it's just like hey uh I'm tremendously sick in pain all of the time phasing in and out of reality my cells are ripped apart and put back together constantly uh uh help me yeah that's 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 it uh and before i get a uh, lambasted in the comics by the nerds who are just gonna be like well big pim was on the run so he couldn't no just just go to a, a doctor i don't know yeah. what is this what i mean is- they did go- i mean you know you worked with Shield. They said that she was like a murderer for Shield for a while. Yeah. But like what I don't know. It's It just... does kind of seem like I mean Yeah, in the same way that like Scarjo's character was like trained as an assassin. Like she's a she's a good Avenger. Mhm. Having but gone she... through something super super similar. Yeah, but I don't know. This it's is a bad it's... bad person and I hated the costume. So there fuck you, go. you ghost. Fuck you, ghost. Pim reluctantly takes Hope and Lang to visit his estranged former partner, Bill Foster, played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne, who gives them a way to locate the lab. They go there. I the line in this that I liked was when they are walking in. They're just like, "No one's gonna recognize us," and it's just, "No, we're wearing hats and sunglasses. We, we just look, look like ourselves, ourselves at a baseball, a baseball game. game. That was fun." And that's true. I mean, that's the disguise that like yeah. Captain America uses yeah, in all of his he looks movies. Sexy as hell. Okay, yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Get it. Get better. Uh, Marvel. Paul Rudd. Paul oh. Rudd. You gotta look like he's hot too. This isn't fair. Yeah. None of this is fair. <laughs> After they find it, the ghost captures the trio and reveals herself to be Ava Star. Her father, Elias was another of Pim's former partners who died along with his wife during an experiment that caused her unstable state. Uh, this is the flashback to the building blowing up in Argentina. And we get Lawrence Fishburne as a young person too. Like, Yeah, and I thought that her dad was just, yeah, but like I was saying before, that was a flashback <laughs> of just white Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Not true, but now all of a sudden we've got Ava Starr and she's, she's, I don't know. He's a, no uh, Lawrence Fishburne is a is a quantum race individual in that his race is always quantuming phasing between he was a white guy in Argentina in the past and now he's yeah. Lawrence Fishburne and now Ava Star is just radioactive yeah with like everyone five minutes after this movie died of horrible <laughs> radioactive oh we'll get there oh uh after it's sorry. Foster enters and Foster enters and reveals that Ava is dying and in constant pain as a result of her condition. They plan to cure her using Janet's quantum energy, believing that this will kill Janet. Pym refuses to help them and escapes with Hope Lang and the lab. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like a bad scene. <laughs> yeah, I also it's... like 
plot dump, like sort of contrived way of the getting science out of there. is bad. Fake you heart can't... attack so that the ants can come up. Like it was. Just... Oh, I thought that was actually kind of fun, but <clears throat> uh, he keeps but yeah, asking I... for the Altoids and. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no Altoids. Uh, yeah, I just honestly like fuck the rest of these paragraphs of Wikipedia. I just want to get to Luis's story because I love when <laughs> Luis tells the stories. <laughs> it really is. It's the best part of the movie. But uh, I mean, they don't mention it, but um, they're starting like a like a like security, security company. business. They're yeah. trying to start like a security company through the through the whole way through, and um, that and offers like, like some good comic relief. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love. Anything to do with the three dudes, the trio, yeah, the trio of of his ex con friends is awesome and yeah. really really fun, and it makes me be like, we talked about this in the last movie. Why are why are we following around Hank Pym and Hope Van Dyne and Scott Lang, who are not as interesting, yeah, and not as fun as these non white American, yeah, you know, it's, characters. This movie is so like. It really toes, not toes the line, that's not what I want to say. I'm so bored by the three of them compared to like the the ex-con, like I would watch a whole movie of them. You cut to Luis in the trio and you're like, oh, this is fun, this is funny. You yeah. cut to Jimmy Woo in the FBI and you're like, yeah, oh, this is fun, this is funny. Exactly. And then you cut back to, all right, we gotta get our mom out of yeah. the quantum realm. Like, fuck she might up. be dead. She might be dead, but she yeah. sent a message through Scott. Antenna. Okay. Opening a stable version of the tunnel, Pim, Hope, and Lang are able to connect with Janet. It gives them a precise location to find her. This is one of the extended bits that does not work for me, where uh, where he Paul Rudd is, is Janet. She's yeah. like talking through him. Yeah, and it was I, weird I and did not land. You're supposed to be like laughing uproariously at like him touching. Yeah, you know, and like being very like being affectionate. Society's version of being... feminine. Yeah, but fuck. It doesn't that. land. It, it doesn't. Land. It doesn't feel. It feels forced, and it feels a little like I don't feel comfortable laughing at that because it's yeah. so like, uh, yeah. I get it. Like I get it, it just didn't land. That and the when he when they go to the school to get the suit out of his daughter's the you're the world's best grandma. Ooh, I do want to mention your text to me when watching this movie, which I always love getting the, <laughs> the texts from you when you're watching the movie and just being like, oh, you go okay, she's watching it. Uh, the text that you sent me with was like, ugh, there's child actors yeah, in this movie. Hate child <laughs> actors. You don't like Cassie? Oh. Cassie's a sweetie, but yeah, I just yeah. But when they're in the school and like his suit is malfunctioning, so like he's the size of a child and has to pretend to be a child. I thought that was cute. I wish I wish I they kind of like punched it up a little bit more. They needed more. They didn't do yeah. enough with it. They should have had like, him blending in with 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 like class having to do a spelling bee or something. Yeah, there's also that actor who's like the teacher in the hallway. He's like yeah. in a bunch of stuff. Oh, I don't know him. I don't know. I, I, I recognized him. That and him and um, Tim Heidecker is in this movie. Where? He has a brief cameo. Tim Heidecker is the, the whale watch oh. uh, guy. He's just like, we got a breach. They're coming in to breed. And he doesn't yeah. have any like funny lines. And I'm just like, why was he in this one? And then Neil Hamburger was in the last one. It's bizarre. It's a... Um, 
also we just we bypassed this the whole scene of uh the wasp in uh the kitchen after the oh yeah they had that, like, that shot for fight. shot ratatouille <laughs> <laughs> it's no it, it absolutely it's uh, that's fun is yeah that's the thing is there's there's aspects of this movie that are absolutely super fun yeah and you want like the small things get big and the big things get small yeah it's really it's the fun. pez dispenser yeah she's throwing pez dispensers she's throwing salt shakers making them go big running on knives because she's yeah. small that was cool. it's fun it is cool and fun and then you get an extended sequence where he's in a school and he's yeah, small. Yeah, and it's whatever. <laughs> and it's okay. Janet gives him the precise location to find her, but warns that they only have two hours before the unstable nature of the realm separates them for a century. Yada, yada, blah, Bummer. blah, blah. Uh, ticking time clock, quantum, yeah, yeah. Using mm. a tr- using a Divine secrets serum. of the yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not a truth serum. We're here using a truth serum. Birch learns the trio's location from Lang's business partners, Louise, Dave, and Kurt, and forms a contact at the FBI. This is the scene, the Louise scene. Oh, truth serum. It's truth serum. <laughs> it's not truth serum. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you highly suggestible. It's just like, I know this isn't truth serum because it's not working. I don't feel anything. Okay, I feel a little something. Oh my God, it's truth serum. <laughs> <laughs> and then Where he just goes off and does his- Scott yeah. Lang? Well, emotionally, <laughs> it's difficult. He's like, oh, my wife just broke up with me. It's so funny. It's yeah, just, especially. You know, I don't even want to try to do it. When he has the wig on in prison. I think that's funny. <laughs> His hair in <laughs> prison. Jerry curl. Great. Yeah. It was like from, it was what, like six years ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're best friends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're best friends. And then he reveals that the company is like, oh, the 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 red pastry represents that our company's in the red. Yeah, and we're only in days like, What? <laughs> You're a bad boss. <laughs> Ti has a line during that where that's that uh, that is just funny. It's just like, what is he? He just keeps talking. It's just like you put the dime in him. You gotta let the whole yeah, song you gotta get the out. whole song play. <laughs> but yeah, again, super fun. This is yeah. such a super fun, and I want a full movie with Luis where he's just like doing this rattle off. And I think that this was a stay over from when. Um, I think we talked about this the last uh, episode that Edgar Wright was supposed to direct the first Ant-Man. Yeah. And I think that that scene where it's just like keeps swinging yeah. cuts to like to different place, places and people and they're all talking as him. That's so Edgar Wright to me. That feels like very, and. Because uh, they did God that a he... couple times in the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. And it was only yeah. this one. Only it was this just one. the one time. But, but he starts talking and then the like bongos, like the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you just and you're like, oh, okay, hell yeah, I'm so on board. Here for it. Uh, Louise warns Lang, who rushes home before Wu can see that he is violating his house arrest. Classic, kind of bait and switch. Yeah, and then the daughter kind of buys him some time. Like, yeah. I'm really sick. Whatever. So that was cute. Yeah. I love that Bobby Cannavale in this movie like is obsessed with Scott. Like they're so he's in they're two great. scenes and he's just like you got you're great. Yeah. he's in two yeah. scenes and he's just hugging him in both. And of them. he used to be such a bad guy in the last one. And I was like, oh, I don't know how much money you were paid for this movie, but I'm glad and to they, see you here. And they learned from the first movie. Yeah, they never said his name, Paxton. So we didn't have to hear Paxton. Yeah, we fucking hate the name Paxton hate on this the podcast. Name Paxton on this podcast. 
Paxton Hate and Pod. Pax Podcast. Uh, Pam and Hope are arrested by the FBI, follow, uh, allowing Ava to take the lab. So once again, it's just like the plot of this is just, we got you. We don't got you. We're the, you're yeah. gone. You're over here. It's, it's, it's arrest. All over the case building. Uh, Lang is soon able to help him and Hope escape custody, and they find the lab. Lang and Hope distract Ava while Pim enters the quantum realm to retrieve Janet, whom he finds alive. Thoughts on the journey through the quantum realm? Some a lot of CGI. Yeah, it didn't land for me, and I'll tell you why. You know when you you know those like big old like bear looking Trump boys when he goes into so, the like, quantum realm. Yeah, like the minuscule bug. Like the mites. Yeah. Those are bigger than atoms. So if you're going to go subatomic, you got to make it consistent because it is, you know, several orders of magnitude smaller than whatever those fucking mites are. Okay. All right. Well, you you heard it here. Fuck this movie movie in any attempt for this movie to like make sense. Like, I don't know. Just do the, make the small stuff big. It was a lot of like throw a lot of science at the wall and see what sticks. And none of it does. But what does stick is Luis with true serum. Yeah. You know what sticks is my nuts to my inner thighs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's summertime here in Burlington, Vermont. It's so cold outside. It's It's like five degrees outside. (laughs) It's so bright too. I hate it. Meanwhile, uh, Lang and Hope are confronted by Birch and his men and Following a lengthy chase, Ava regains control of the lab, allowing her to begin taking Janet's energy by force. Okay, pause. Yeah. Even the Wikipedia article says a lengthy chase. This car seat <laughs> chase was so, it was like half the movie. Yeah. The only part that I thought was like actually kind of charming was that it was through San Francisco and they went on like Lombard Lane or whatever that, mm-hmm. yeah. The scenic so route, you know? That was that was fun and it it really played up the ant-man make big things make small things and the best part of the entire car chase was the hot wheels thing yeah when louise shrinking the van and he's just oh yeah yeah yeah. and he like gets to ride in like the cool hot wheels hot wheels car and it's because we love louise and so every time we want a movie about louise every time we cut back to louise it's like oh this movie's good again yeah (laughs) that's awesome like when he shows up at the end and he's just like What's up? Yeah, you guys remember that guys beloved remember commercial? The beloved commercial. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. Uh, it's a shame he's a Scientologist. Uh, meanwhile. Oh, for real? Yeah. For real, sorry. for real? Yeah, for real, for real. Sorry to do that to you. Luis, Dave, and Kurt incapacitate Birch and his men so that Lang and Hope can stop Ava. Uh, they, they, they just have... Uh, tasers. <laughs> oh yeah, just like boom, just easy peasy. Like, right, easy Why don't they just outfit all of these superheroes with tasers? It feels it's, like again, that. Again, this movie, the plot wraps up like that so quickly. It's yeah. just like, all right, well, that movie happened. There you go. Uh, and so also, that's the, like Birch's. Birch is is just like a wild card this whole time. He's running around. He's got the yeah. the thing. He doesn't have it. He's he's got his thing. And then he's just like, all right, I'm going to kill you. And then he just gets tased and the, and the movie's over. Or his well, no. role in the movie is over. He has a true serum. Well, also, he goes onto the ferry. 
Yes, he does go on the ferry and gets it taken from him. I don't think that he's even mentioned in the... I think we're past that in the sequence. Yeah, the ferry sequence. It's not in the Wikipedia. What it's not at all. And it's like him one of the funnier real big little things. Yeah, comes a whale. And like and... almost dies also. Mm-hmm, yeah, because he's too big. Can't be too big for too long. When he was just like, I slept for three days. Yeah. After, after this Captain America movie. <laughs> that Honestly, I did too. After seeing that. <laughs> like, ugh. I have to record a podcast about this. I have this. to fucking remember the Sokovia Accords for the next um, 10 movies. Are you kidding this, me? I can't be held sleep. accountable. <laughs> uh, Pam and Janet return safely from the quantum realm. And Janet voluntarily gives some of her energy to Ava to temporarily stabilize her. The movie wraps up so quick. It's... All right. It's stupid cool. because energy cannot be created or destroyed. And so, like, mm-hmm. if you give energy to someone, you will find it elsewhere. I don't know. I'm, I'm standing on shaky ground with that, actually. Sure. I mean, she's she got quantum power. Like, it's not, it's again, it's a yeah, it's a it's a comic. It's book a thing. stupid. It's a stupid comic book thing. And again, you could have just asked ghost. Yeah, you could have just could have just said, hey, excuse me. Please. Yeah, could you have a quick have a, second? I've and I had completely forgotten about this. They have a weird moment where like they're returning from the quantum realm and like like hope the, the wasp is just standing and then and and it's it would would get hit by the car or whatever if Ant-Man doesn't get big in slow motion like pushes her out of the way. Like that oh. was like like they had like a weird hero moment for the Ant Man saving the what, but like, I don't know. I don't. I blacked out and remember that part. Sure. Probably because <laughs> it didn't happen. Oh yeah, that's almost certainly that. But that I don't know. It's just so. Ugh. Ugh. Well, thankfully, we only have one more paragraph. Lang returns home once again in time for a now suspicious woo to release him at the end of his house arrest. I like their little dialogue at the end where he's just yeah. like, I'll see you we later. He's like, when are you going to see me later? Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, like, I'll arrest you the in next the future, time the next you commit time. a crime. I thought you were asking me to. Why would I ask you? That's what I was saying. Hey, I, do I get dinner? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm good. Okay. Uh, this is not the last time you'll see Jimmy Woo. Good. Uh, I like him. Uh, Jimmy Woo has a supporting role in the television series WandaVision. Okay, so, does he play an FBI agent? Yes, he's the same cool. character. Same guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, yeah, you said Jimmy Woo. Okay. Ava and Foster go into hiding. I hope to never see them again because uh, they're boring characters. Why do you need to go into hiding? What, yeah, also, what are you hiding I from? Understand. I don't understand. You're cured. You got cured. And they're going to keep helping you by getting stuff. I don't know. But that's the end of the movie. They, they, they're they watching a movie with the cars in a backyard on a laptop. It's cute. It looks like a, a moth gets on them. I do like the credits sequence where it's just a bunch of toys. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cute. That pretty was cool. cute. That was like creative, uh, almost like, like Toy Story. Put that in the, the rest of the movie. huh? Let's put some of that creativity in the a plot. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Ant Man and the Wasp in a mid credit scene, and this is this is the best, best scene in the movie. movie. This best, is the best part, part of, the of the movie. In a mid credit scene, Ping, Lang, Hope, and Janet plan to harvest quantum energy to help Ava remain stable. While Lang is in the quantum realm doing this, the other three turn to dust from the Thanos snap. So 
moving ahead, Scott Lang is stuck in the quantum realm, and Bummer. the three of them are uh, dust boys. goodbye. They're dust boys. Yeah, that I thought honestly did think that was the best scene in the movie. Uh, it's still a bummer obviously, but I'm also just like, I thought there were only supposed to be half of the people. It feels like everyone is turning to dust. Yeah, I mean, the, they, they're they taking liberty, you know, it's yeah. 50%, so in a, it's not going to be exact, you know, in every small group of people, but we have... But frankly, though, I mean, the ending of Infinity War, we lost a lot of my favorites. If yeah. I never see Hope Van Dyne, fucking Michelle Pfeiffer, and Michael Douglas again, that's okay with me. So in, a, in Endgame, when obviously they're going to be brought back because there's a Spider-Man movie and a Black Panther movie, uh, you're, you're going to be like, all right, bring them all back, but let's keep the Ant-Man guys dead. I don't want to yeah. do that. Anymore. But, which this, uh, well, this actually is a good jumping, not jumping off way, a springboard to talk about the fact that there is a sequel, Ant-Man and the Wasp, colon, Quantumania scheduled mm -hmm. for release in july of 2023 and yes, i hope to is. god we're done with the podcast by then <laughs> <laughs> no it'll be it will we will be done with the podcast but we'll come back for a special have, episode we'll have like reunion episodes we'll have reunion episodes okay yeah. cool it'll be just like friends <laughs> i'm and i'm fat joey that's me oh how problematic thank you uh that was ant-man and the wasp um uh sure I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Really, I really have no thoughts on this other than like, yep, palate cleanser, neutral, didn't change my life. And it sounds like that's kind of generally the thought about it. That's the consensus on it. I mean, it's, it's, I think it is worse than the first Ant-Man. Um, I think the plot doesn't make sense and isn't fun. And the moments of fun stuff in the movie are too few and far between and to far make between. up for to make up for having to watch that movie. Like I would watch, I will go on youtube.com and type in Luis Ant-Man compilation yeah. and rather, rather than watch ever watch uh, this movie again. Okay. The budget of this movie was 130, between 130 and 195 million. We do not have an exact, exact number. And that made $622 million. That's a lot office. of money. That's a yeah. lot of money back then. Oh, back <laughs> say it then. every time. <laughs> The I don't see the budget in this at all. I mean, unless it's just the CGI. I, don't know. I know, but like 195 million dollars. The car know. chase. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you know, I uh, real estate CGI in uh, real estate in uh, San Francisco is not cheap. <laughs> film it in San Francisco, and you got to film in San Francisco. That's um, the problem. Is 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 the other movies? You can just film it in in Atlanta on a studio lot with a bunch of green yeah. screens. But when it's just like, no, you with this scene takes place in a neighborhood in San Francisco. You're like, what? I wonder Wait, if we I, have to go, we have to go on location. I wonder this how sucks. different. I wonder how different this movie would be if I muted the car chase and just put the full house theme song on. Everywhere, <laughs> there's a place, Luis. <laughs> that's Ant-Man and the Wasp. That's it. That's Ant-Man and the Wasp. I have a question. Yes, please. Uh, is Ghost a real comic book? Yes. Yeah. Oh, also uh, real, on the chase scene, real... also... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, please. She's a real comic book villain. Is it a mm -hmm. girl? I think this was a gender swap. I'm not super familiar okay. with Ghost. I think that this is uh, them just taking the power and, and putting a lady in it. 
I'm not, I, mean, our, I don't know. Our Stan Lee cameo was like something about the 60s. I forget what it was. He said, yeah, uh, he, he's about to put his keys into his car and then the car gets hit by like a shrinking thing. And he's just like, oh, the 60s were fun, but I'm paying for it now. I don't really Which get is what a he reference. Means by that. It's a reference to doing a bunch of drugs and it's like a like a LSD flashback. Oh, know? okay. Okay. Like I That's did a I bunch of drugs was, in the but... 60s, but now I'm paying for it. Yeah. Stan Lee. Is this the um, last Stan Lee cameo? Two more. Okay. Uh Stanley's oh, uh cameo in Endgame was his last cameo. Aww. Which is kind of like, hey, uh how, you're gonna go out. Poetic. You're gonna go out in the big one. Poetic, yeah. yeah. I'm so excited to see Endgame. Can we watch that one together? Uh, yes, absolutely. But okay. we are not watching that next. The next movie uh, in Marvel. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie Larson, Sam Jackson. Yeah. So Sam Jackson's back. Yes. Uh, this movie takes place in the 1990s. Oh. So I will say, okay. you know, we, we ragged on the de-aging stuff in this movie. Uh, because it deserved it, because they looked like shit. They looked really weird <laughs> whenever yeah. they de-aged them. They de-aged Samuel L. Jackson for the entirety of Captain Marvel. Okay. Uh, and it looks so fucking good. Oh, okay. So it looks so good. I, and... I have a, I have a, I have a stand-up joke about it. That's how good. Like <laughs> where it's where it's like where it's like the C He really looks like Samuel L. Jackson in the '90s, except for scenes where he has to run. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that's a 70-year-old man. That is. Um, I don't know anything about Captain Marvel other than Brie Larson and mm -hmm. the 90s and Great. Sam Jackson. That's all I know. I know nothing. So let's go blind. Let's go, let's go blind, blind as possible. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's it. That's what we'll do next. And thank God this took us less than an hour because I'm done with Ant-Man. Again, Forever. our smallest episode yet. Oh, upsetting. That's it. Follow us and subscribe and do other things. You. Bye, guys. Miss you. Aren't gonna... <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod, and if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624, and Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.